Becky's going to WrestleMania. Seth's going to WrestleMania. But everyone else seems to be going to AEW. AEW. Oh, welcome to Round Square Circle. I am your co-host, Paul. And I am your co-host, Griff. And while they still have a roster, eh, if you believe all the rumours, um, we better look at TakeOver and Raw Rumble. Two better take over. fucking amazing um, events. What a weekend. Take what it home. Weekends. Take it home. Oh, so NXT TakeOver Phoenix started Saturday night. Saturday oh. night at the movies. And it opened up with an amazing tag team match between the War Raiders and the Undisputed Era. This got, bear in mind, over here, this was just midnight. If you were struggling, this got you on the edge of your seat from the get-go. Oh, yeah. This was high tempo. The fact that War Raiders can fly around the ring the way they do for two large guys. Yep. Um... Was surprised not to see Adam Cole interfere, or even Bobby Fish. Like, kind of came out because they won the um, tag team of the year, so he kind of walked to the entrance with them, but then left them. But hey, the War Raiders picked up the win, and um, undisputed era have no more gold. Yeah, which is which is good. The War Raiders needed it. It's a good story. War Raiders first people to hold IWGP Ring of Honor and NXT tag team titles. I know, it's a huge accomplishment. It is. I thought Kyle O'Reilly had done it by himself, but he held the, um, they held the junior, because I know Red Dragon held IWGP, it was a junior IWGP, IWGP, Ring of Honor and NXT, otherwise they would have beaten them. Ah, okay. Um, before we move on, um, an amazing entrance as well by War Raiders. Should have known they would have won the belt to be given that kind of entrance. Do you know, when I saw the entrance, when I saw the entrance, I did think, "Wow, this is this is pretty big just to lose in five minutes." Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was amazing. And then, kind of like, how do you follow that? Well, you can't really. But Matt Riddle against Cassius Ono was an okay match. Um, I didn't like the whole tapping out to strikes. I know Matt Riddle's supposed to be MMA, blah, blah, blah. I just, poor Ono. I know he's got a bad um, takeover record. I just, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I just don't like tapping out to strikes. Weird weird finish. It was a weird finish. I think maybe hitting him with like the knee or something yeah. else. But, um... Yeah. But it was always going to be tough to follow um, the opening match. And then, um, I think arguably the match of the weekend... Apart from the Royal Rumbles, um, Gargano against Ricochet. Another great match. This was insane. Yeah. Like, match of the year candidate already. Oh, yeah, and this is um, the anniversary of almost Gargano, isn't it? Exactly. So, say, they, they do say Gargano is Mr. Takeover. Yeah, do you um, think he'll ever get called up? I think NXT need him. Because he's one of these people, I don't think he... They're wrong. It, we'll get I to... think he'll get lost in the shuffle. Yeah. I, I think it works. Now, what would you rather be? Like main event in every takeover or just sort of on a pre-show? Yeah, if, he put, if he puts on the match, what's the last bad Gargano match you saw? Oh, I was just going to make one up. Yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. But um, 
It was amazing. Obviously, then he, he defeats Ricochet for the NXT North American Championship. Yeah. Um, and then how do you follow that? Um, again, kind of, kind of like takeover was a bit of a heartbeat, up down, up down. And it wasn't a bad match, um, Shayna Baszler against Bianca Belair, but it just never had the tempo. I've um, got going on Ricochet. Joe, I I actually really enjoyed it. I actually, I, I actually really, just... I um, I like the story. I really thought I like the fact that um, sort of Bianca Belair was sort of slated on the pre-show, saying, "Look at all the legends of NXT champions. She's not one of them. She doesn't deserve to be here." And yeah, she really stepped up. And the hair whip actually drew blood. That was quite a a whip, wasn't it? That was a takeover. Everyone's watching whip. I didn't like. I don't like the other two horsewomen coming down. They're, they're being used way too slapsticky. It's yeah, but they're, they're still they're learning, and it's not their fault because of who they are and because of who they're associated. They're thrown in straight to the deep end. And I think this is why um, Bates is not going to be called up just yet because they need to be ready. If they're going to do this whole four horsewomen against four horsewomen of MMA, the other two need to absolutely be ready. I mean, I mean the way I view that working is it's either going to be a card where it's going to be sort of belt versus all every all champions versus champions. So like say Baszler versus Charlotte and Becky versus Ronda and Bailey and Sasha versus the other two, or it be an eight person. Do you, match. do you have to to start it all off elimination chamber? Do you have them um, force them away into elimination chamber and they win the? Tag team belts. Well, you, you're arresting them, holding them back two seconds ago. I just said they're not now they're, ready. Now they're on the next fucking show winning the belts. How <laughs> <laughs> does that work out? Um, the Shayna Baszler did pick up the win. She's um, she a great then, champion. Done wonders for the division. Great champion. And then main event, Tommaso Ciampa against Alistair Black. No, I don't know. Bear in mind it's like two o'clock in the morning over here by this time. Um, and I think I've already had my heart raised by War Raiders and that, and then it dipped, and then it had raised by, um, what do you call it, Ricochet. I, I don't know. I don't think the main event up to the rest of the card. It was all right. I just, for some reason, I wasn't into it as much as I wanted it to be. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, I love... Most of Alistair Black's matches, I loved him obviously against Dream, um, Adam Cole, um, Gargano was good, but I think this is the second time he's fought Champa now, isn't it? Yeah. And neither, obviously, and neither first have, time. Yeah, we've got the belt, wasn't it? Yeah. And neither have clicked for me. I don't know if it's just those two. I just don't think they've got chemistry. No. Uh, don't be wrong, both absolutely amazing. And you could list matches on both, which are just fucking insane. But yeah, I think Sank about and both, they just don't seem to click. And there's rumours that Black might be getting called up now. Yeah, I hear. I hear um, this um, Sunday night... What they call it? Are they calling it Sunday night? Half-time half-time heat. Half-time, half-time heat. Half-time heat. It's not um, half-time heat, but that's what it was before. When it could was be the time. last time um, we see him in an NXT ring. But, so, um, yeah, we'll no, it'd be good, it'd be good. I mean, Finn Balor uh, versus Alistair Black at WrestleMania. I'd have a bit of that. That'd be huge. And it could be like Alistair Black fills the void that Lars Sullivan, I know he's okay and apparently he's in a good way, 
But I'm guessing maybe the plans ahead for Lars, maybe Alistair Black can fill in the meantime. I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Lars, yeah, he'll get there. We'll see, we'll see. Um, then we came to the Royal Rumble. Um, the event. I think the pre-show pretty much started about a half an hour after NXT finished, didn't it? I stayed I up and watched so. the whole of this. Uh, I love a Royal Rumble, and I think that's the only thing that got me through this event, because I was spent. Oh, I... I... I've watched it in drabs over the course of the week because I had wired work oh. as well. But what I saw was um, it was all right. But the Rumbles matches were the best part of the show. Um, they should be, though. Oh, yeah, definitely they should be. Um, I, I thought it really random. One bit I did watch live was um, Bobby Roode and Chad Gable taking on Scott Dawson and Razor. I, I, I just think... I don't think this was even announced before. This is really rushed together. Yeah, it's really rushed. Basically, AOP were meant to be fighting them for the tag titles. Um, obviously, Acom's injured. So, Razor, they had to pick a partner. They chose um, a thing. And I think, basically, it wasn't going to be a tag title match. It was going to be, if they won, then both they got put in contention or, or something. But they just lost. It was so fucking yeah. pointless. It was literally like if they had won and they'd pulled off an absolute blind of a tag team performance and they gave each other the sort of awkward look at the end, like, wow, we're pretty good together. And you'd think, oh, please don't put them as a team. But no, they just lost clean and it was nothing. It's crazy, right? So you, you had a two-hour pre-show and obviously you get a lot of talk, a lot of promos, a lot of build, and I kind of get that. But there was three matches on the pre-show, um, two title matches... Um, but it came to literally like 28 minutes. So half hour of that two hours was just of matches. Like, obviously you had Shinsuke um, against Rusev, um, which Shinsuke won, yep. which now seems, now we know where we are today, like seems really pointless. Obviously told a story to kind of injure Lana, which we'll come to next, or a little bit later. Um yeah, I thought, oh, maybe they're going to give Shinsuke another push. But um, as you say, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Uh, Fatal 4-Way, Buddy Murphy, Tozawa, Itami for the last time, and Kalisto. Yeah. Um, amazing, but only 12 minutes. Give them a bit more. I, I don't know. I just... There's poor guys 205 Live. They put on some epic matches and just don't get any respect whatsoever. It... It's hard. They just need to, like... They need to be on their own show. That's where it's stupid. Have them kick off Raw every week. Like WCW did with the Cruiser Week. If Raw started off every week with a match like this. Exactly. I, I just don't think... The, the way working, this, their own this show. belt is treated is the way the Intercontinental belt should be treated, but it's just not. Yeah. Because the Intercontinental belt, everyone's made it really apparent they don't want that belt. They just want to... The other belt, but that's the only belt that's on the show. Totally. But Buddy Murphy doing an absolute fantastic job. Really is, really is. He's a great champion. Um, I can see him holding it to even after WrestleMania. I just hope he gets on the main card at Mania. He deserves it. I'm not optimistic. He deserves it. I can't see it, but it's crazy that, like, however much we diss it, it actually 
is held in higher regard than the United States Championship. And that's how it feels like to me. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that belt's like massively just a hot potato. When was the last time the United States Championship was actually on a pay-per-view? Yeah, very true. This were loads of people listening, shouting out like Survivor Series and all that. I'm like, I don't know, I don't know. I didn't think <laughs> that's that's different because it wasn't like belt. There wasn't to defend the belt. I mean, it's kind of hard, but you could also say like they do love the 205 belt because it's put on the free show as your last attempt to kind of lure people to buy the pay per view or to get the network. Sort of like if you haven't seen it before, look at this crazy shit that's coming up. Because you've got a view it's like, view it's like almost like UFC pre-shows. Yeah. They'll suddenly have like an insane main event for that and you're like, why is this not on the main card? And it's like, well, it's free, so we're trying to get people to buy the pay-per-views. They'd let them go out for 20-odd minutes. Like, I just... I mean, funny, if you if, if you saw that um, Bobby Roode, Chad Gable against Scott Dawson and Razor, would you pick up the phone? <laughs> exactly, no. Would you pick up the phone? No. You'd be like, oh my god, we're going AEW. No, I'm joking. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, ridiculous. Then finally, we got to the main card. Um, Oscar defending a belt against Becky Lynch and um, kind of predictably winning. I think so, some of this card was like really easy to predict. It kind of, in a weird about way, was what everyone thought would happen. There wasn't many surprises. There, were, um, there was there was a, a couple of yeah. But not massively like, oh my god, like, I can't believe that that happened. I think there's more what the fuck than oh my god. Yeah. There's a couple of what the fuck surprises. Oh, um, there was. But, um, you know, I was, I was surprised that um, Becky lost clean. I know they're trying to keep Oscar strong, but I, I expected Becky to pass out instead of tap out. Yeah, tapping out was really weak. To be this whole, the man, the man demeanour, I, I just think... You'd be like, I ain't tapping. You can break my arm. Even, even the even storyline could have been like the referee called it because the some fake art. I know Alexa Bliss, the only person kind of like fake, like breaking arm. I don't know, just something to be like, or even I, like I, Charlotte Ronda match where Oscar basically kept beating her, kept beating her, but she she couldn't beat her. So eventually, she kind of just did something to get disqualified or something. Well, exactly. Because, um, I mean, obviously we, we're skipping ahead, but. I just, I don't know, Raw really just sort of, just like forget everything that's just happened. Yeah. You know. And we'll go back uh, to um, Unstoppable again. I know, it's crazy. Then you got um, The Miz and Shane McMahon won the belts against The Bar. Yep. Um, greatest, in the world, greatest in the world. I think he's starting to live up his name, isn't he? Best in work, mate, 49 years old, doing a shooting star press. Are you serious? Fair play to him. Not everyone, I know people may not agree with it and all this, and he's not for everyone, and he's, he's not. His punch is a little bit shoddy, but he, he gives it all he's got. For a guy who probably is a multi-millionaire, probably near a billionaire through the company and doesn't have to do nothing, 49 years old, doing a shooting star press. Insane. Hey mate, the what do you call it? The young bucks can put the belts on themselves. Why can't Shane? <laughs> I love it. Why I can't, can't wait to see him in AEW. He's gonna be amazing. <laughs> Could you imagine? Hey Vince, I've just bought AEW. Um, <laughs> the name is McMahon. It's Shane McMahon. 
um, where um, the bar go from here. They... I still think there's going to be. I still think the Miz and Shane McMahon is going to inevitably turn into one of them heel turning, and that will be the WrestleMania match. Yeah, they, um, they they have to implode at some point. The the bar need to go a supportive singles run. I th- I, I think Cesaro needs a massive push on his own because Sheamus has had his like he's won the Royal Rumble, he's had title world title runs. Cesaro is up to that kind of level, if not better. Yeah, he just needs a big massive push. Well, it's like um, I look at the New Day. We're talking about tag teams, mm. and I thought they would be almost instead of constantly being tag team matches. Have one want to go for a singles title, and the other two sort of be really supportive and help them. I'm surprised one of them's never held the Intercontinental at the same time. Well, like, yes, it. Like, Xavier Woods was in the the brackets for the um, US tournament. And he was doing loads of cool things and everyone was like coming out and they were like cheering him and doing little skits and I thought it was perfect. Yeah. Something like that is just absolutely perfect. But um but yeah, Shane's a champ. And so um, is Miz. And so is Miz. Uh Ronda Rousey then defeated Sasha Banks. Yep, um, another good match. Yeah, Ronda doesn't have bad matches, does she? You know, much people probably want to hate her to have Bad matches. I think all it lets her down is her promos, really. But when it comes to the matches, what she's picked up um, is kind of on par to how quickly Kurt Angle picked up. If you're going to compare, even though Kurt Angle was amazing, um, Ronda's done not too bad for herself. And I think if she is to bow out after WrestleMania, I think it's just to kind of keep her hot. Less is more. I, I think she probably has got a multi-year contract, but that... In that contract is like I'm allowed a six month break. Well, even that she's been I know she hasn't done every sort of show, but it'd be good for her character to step away, otherwise it'll get burnt out. I think so. There's a mystique of being special and you know, if she does lose at WrestleMania, that's almost the perfect time for her to bow out and then come back in six months with the horsewoman and just basically take over the shop. It's crazy. I can't see her losing at WrestleMania. But then if Becky loses at WrestleMania, it's like, how can you be the man? You lost to Oscar. You lost to Ronda. You you came in at, like, probably time-wise, number 32 in the Rumble. Oh, don't. Yeah, I know. Right? Like, like, of course you're going to win it. No, I, I it don't know. Best. You kind of, no, no, you no, kind no, of not really... You kind of not really, like... I don't know. It's crazy. It is um, crazy. And I suppose then we we come to the Royal Rumble, the Women's Royal Rumble. Um, had some great moments. It was a long Royal Rumble. Um, it's it it's hard at, to it pick came through. At seven, it came in at seventy-two minutes, whereas the men's was fifty-seven minutes. I know um, Natty, I think, broke Sasha's record for the Iron Woman, didn't she? I think she was in there for fifty-five minutes. Yeah, Natty did well. So um, I, I loved I loved seeing the Vega a coming down like. Vega for Street Fighter costume, but hiding under the ring. Yeah. Um, that was great. I want Swoggle. Swoggle um, got involved. No one cared about a man being in the, the female Royal Rumble. No. <laughs> um, I was surprised there was no I was surprised there was no dance break with Camilla. It's business, isn't it? Serious. It is serious, but uh, they did it I think they did it on the pre show though. 
was on the pre-show. Yeah, oh, they had okay. them dance. They came out and they were dancing by the desk. I can't. I saw them dancing. I can't remember if the music played or not, but they were definitely dancing. Um, and there wasn't really any legends. I think most of the shocks was like NXT like people. Well, I think last year was all based on legacy and the history of the women's division, and this one was all focused on the future, which I thought was nice. And last year, I think loads of people called up like, I want to be in the first ever Women's Royal Rumble. Well, that's um, it. I mean, don't be wrong. Love Trita. Love Trita. Love Lita. Love Trish. All great. But you knew they were never going to... Win it. Yeah, it's like when Hacksaw Jim Duggan kept coming out every year. You're just like, hey, there he is. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, all in all, like, Nia Jax came down. Uh, and obviously, she barged Lana, right? I'm trying to remember back. Um, yeah. Yeah, she took out Lana even more. So Lana was already in physical pain. Um, and Nia, so inevitably, Becky kind of came down and kind of forced her way into the room. Didn't force. Finley let, let her in. Where did Finley um, get his power from to insert people in the rumble? I know, right? And then the end segment was just... Whereas it felt like the last four people, it felt like went on for like 15, 20 minutes. Um, it was good. I just feel it just missed that kind of... I don't know. The speed and pace and... I think that's sometimes WWE with the rumbles now and the finishes. They're trying to be so clever of going, it needs to be an epic finish. It needs to be an epic finish. And it just didn't finished the way kind of wanted it to if that makes sense for the amount of time you you're waiting for it to happen like oh, okay is that it yeah yeah and no, i get that i mean the end was good i mean obviously becky becky won <laughs> people say predictable i just think it was right yeah, yeah. And, I'm, and i'm just more surprised that becky won because I think we always said if Becky was going to win, the the Women's Rumble would go on last. Yeah. Because um, she's hot, fade to black. But they didn't. Maybe they are doing what you said and they will alternate um, men and women order um, over the years. I think they should. Well, if you look at it, they kind of had like the women's section the first half of the show and then the men's the second half of the show. Yeah, because obviously straight after this... Um, was both men's main yeah, title Brian matches. versus AJ. Good match. Um, crowd were emotionally spent, though, after the Becky match, and it came through. There was no real atmosphere, but solid match. Uh, main turning point was Eric Rowan coming out. I guess the Bludgeon Brothers are completely done now. Yeah, it was weird. Was yeah, weird. so we'll find out what happens. So he came out and um, helped assist Daniel Bryan pick up the win. So Bryan's still champion. Yep. And yep. Brian went on um, SmackDown to unveil his um, new world title made out of wood and everything. And I think it looks pretty sweet. I think it looks really good. The fact that he's got a new title obviously means he's going to hold that belt for quite some time. Yeah, I, I just think it's uh, good. It goes with him. It's perfect. It's nice. You know, I'm not all for custom belts. But in situations like this, it fits in perfect with his character as needed. As Samoa Joe says, bring me the smoke. Bring me the smoke. <laughs> Yeah, we then went on um, to a Brock, Brock Lesnar, Lesnar um, with Finn Balor. Um, amazing match. Really good. They they clicked loads better than I, I expected. Balor came straight out, um, was working the abdomen. They were selling his, um, obviously, his UFC injury. 
had the stomach problems and everything like that. They touched on that, knowing that Ballas' finisher was the double stomp. I think Brock does well against smaller people. Yeah. Um, When he goes against, like, don't get me wrong, his matches against Goldberg sucked, even though they didn't go on long enough to probably even say, like, they sucked or whatever. But when he's in matches like him against Eddie Guerrero at No Way Out years and years ago, it's crazy. It was epic. He, he gets really well, like size of eyes. Like him, I don't want to see him against Strowman. I just like the whole, just the different size, size advantage and stuff like that. Like, yeah, really, really entertaining. And Brock can wrestle when when his heart's in it and he wants to. Well, and I suppose not what he wants to. It's what he's. I think we all like dish the blame of how like, oh my god, he's only on that match only lasted three seconds. How much say has he got in that? Is that how he's booked? Is that what he's advised to go out there and do? Um, oh, yeah, he's not just going out there and going, I think you're it. it's over. Exactly. I just, some of the wars he's been in. Um, yeah, I think obviously some of the smaller guys um, run around, do loads of the work, adds a pace to it that's good. It allows him to be the giant. If he's not the giant, then he's that against Braun. He's technically the smaller guy, and that's not who he is he needs to be the, the giant and the others are just doing everything they know if they're caught they're in trouble and Balor played that perfectly oh exactly and at the end of the day they still need to protect him at the moment uh, with everything I suppose he is Mr Pay-Per-View he still does bring the numbers in you either tune in to see him getting defeated or you tune in to see another win I mean he's, um, he's a mega star people can hate on him for having the belt obviously he got the belt because of unfortunate circumstances of Roman Reigns. This wasn't their plan going into the year. I doubt very much it's their plan going into WrestleMania. He probably wouldn't even have been around. No. They've done it. He's, so. he's like, he stayed to like help him out. You know, obviously get paid well, but do you know what I mean? It's, it's not, he was never going to win the belt against um, Crown Jewel, whatever it was. I just know whoever, whether Seth does choose Brock. Is, he, is it official? It didn't kind of... I'm sure, I thought he'd pick Brock. I don't know if he did or not, but I know Twitter has said, like, it's announced. I thought he was picked so Brock. I thought Brock just came out and destroyed him, like... But, no, I'm sure uh, he's picked Brock because, obviously, they've announced the Elimination Chamber to get the title shot at Brian. Oh, OK. I, I, I just think Brock will lose the, lose it at Mania. Yeah, he, he will, and it's, it's the right bit. time. But don't forget, like, Seth, you know, he, he's had to build back up again. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, everyone sort of dropped down because he was just like I see. Everyone, it's it's a procedure. Definitely, definitely. And obviously went on to the men's Royal Rumble. Started off with Elias. Um, little surprise from Jeff Jarrett came out in a god awful outfit that he shouldn't have wore. And just for what you said about the women's yeah, about the future, the men should have just been about the present. Yeah. Uh, no, no one from Sanity. Uh, no, no EC3. I just, most, not most of them, sorry, but you had Gargano, Alistair Black, uh, many people that wrestled the night before. Yeah, Ricochet um, should have been, would have been great in this because it's a real chance for people that hadn't seen him before for him to do some crazy stuff. Exactly, and I just, there were so many people like, why aren't they in it? Why aren't they in it? I and just... I just feel for all the call-ups, all these big call-ups, there was no EC3, there was no heavy machinery, there was none no. of this was in it but they did have people like Shelton Benjamin it's not a knock on Shelton Benjamin but he's not on TV 
No, no. It's like he haven't been on TV for months, but suddenly you're in the Royal Rumble, and it's just it's bizarre. And he should be in the fucking Royal Rumble, but he also should be on TV every week. Not massively. So it's, it's kind just... of like bizarre how some of the choices for people in here sort of panned out. If you look how massive this roster is. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, Ali had a great showing. I think the main kind of crazy bit is everyone knew that our truth well you had your typical um kofi spots as well but now um you had yeah the end our truth came out on his way nia jacks ran out from behind him beat him up so he couldn't do it because that's how you get a spot apparently you just beat up the person you get their place yeah and i read nia jacks is now the first person to appear in two royal rumbles on the same night and to eliminate um people in the same and do two different separate Royal Rumbles on the same night. Don't get me wrong. An amazing fact, if it wasn't only the second Women's Royal Rumble. Definitely. I did think, like, fair play to her. I know loads of people... She's also the first person to lose two Royal Rumbles in one night. She was. Um, Fair play to her. She ate a bit of... um, an RKO six one nine. I think Dolph she did a pretty kick. good. Dolph Sukus. Dolph turning up was a bit of a yeah. a shock. Seeing as we were told he's on hi- hiatus. Oh, don't it? Is... Yeah. Um, I'm surprised Drew wasn't in the final four. Drew McIntyre, who was also like joint favourite with Seth Rollins to win the Rumble. I think the idea um, is you eliminate him early. You kind of forget it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, and if if he had sort of being caught up with all the Nia stuff, it would have been... Yeah. I don't know. Randy Orton's the perfect person to work with Nia in that situation. It was great. You just knew it was happening. You knew it was coming. And um, yeah. it, was, it was the version of, like, the stunner. If Stone Cold was in there, at some point she would have got the stunner. RKO is exactly the same. It's that same level of just an amazing fucking finisher where you think at some point he's going to fly into your screen out of nowhere and just... Plant Could you that. imagine what I think they would need to do? They need to just do a 60-man into gender Royal Rumble. Oof. Well, it's not 60-man then, is it? Let's have it. Sorry. <laughs> Speaking of Royal Rumbles, just quickly, um, the NXT Royal Rumble's been postponed. Oh. It was supposed to be this week, but um, been postponed to, like, mid to late February now. Oh. Which I thought was a bit random. Um, but, yeah... Going back, um, all in all, Royal Rumble does does what it does. It says in the tin, really. Yeah, Seth won, Enjoyable by the match. Way. I just... Yeah, sorry, Seth won. <laughs> I just think... I think for Royal Rumbles to come, if they're going to have two hour-long Royal Rumbles, I don't think they need four title matches and they take the five, sorry, five different championship matches beforehand. Crikey, like people in that stadium must have been sat there for six odd hours. I know they're in the bars in the pre-show, not coming out. It's a long time. Yeah. It's a long time. Um, and to keep it fresh, sometimes less is more. Agreed. Um, and it just, yeah, just, I get it for Mania. Mania is great, but obviously to have two Royal Rumbles, and obviously they've already to kind of compensate it. It's now every ninety seconds rather than every two minutes. Yeah. To speed things up a little bit, I just think obviously the matches beforehand, time matches like Brock's was eight minutes. That twelve hours, I just think maybe like one 
men's title match, one women's title match, and that can be the filler. Because I think, however much the women's went on, I think the men was kind of like, didn't have that many memorable moments. Yeah, I mean, like you said, it's hard. You needed almost that um, that person we'd never seen before to sort of come out and have an absolute blinder. Exactly. Um, but yeah, ticks the box. Um, Royal Rumble's done. But We're on the road to WrestleMania. That's the thing. Like I said, no matter what, I love a Royal Rumble, so... I love a Royal Rumble and hope everyone had a little bit of fun and um, enjoyed it too. Very much so. Um, and obviously the aftermath, Raw, SmackDown, R-Truth, US Champion. Becky comes um, out and confronts um, Rondo in a nice little segment. Yeah, it just... Oh, just as Heavy Machinery came out and beat... I'm trying to remember now. Seems so long since Monday night. The heavy machinery won in a against the Usos and the Bar oh, I'm getting my nights mixed up now. I do apologise. I will refer back to my notes. You had a nightmare, aren't you? I am having a nightmare. It's pretty oh, as I, as I just looked looked through, through my notes like Omega's rejecting WB for AEW. Oh, oh well. Who's who's that? Kenny Omega is rejecting WWE for AEW. Is that even news? God knows. Um, but yeah, and obviously, oh, sorry. The other while I look for all this, the, the main news is Dean Ambrose. Um, he would not be renewing his contract after WrestleMania, which interestingly enough, WWE announced themselves. Yeah, I think they basically said he'll be back in the future one day, or they hope to have him back in the future one day, but he's decided he just needs a break from it all. I can imagine he's probably burnt out. You know, people are saying he doesn't like hokey wrestling and, and all this, but, you know. I just think it's interesting, because you brought it up as a valid point yourself. When have WWE ever told you that someone's contract is coming to an end? Well, yeah, I mean, it makes you think, is it leading to something? I mean, it, it might all be real, but it's just everyone is leaving and you just sort of get to a point where you think, can everyone be yeah. leaving? <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's really, is, is the Revival leaving? Are the Kinesis leaving? Is, you know, Nakamura leaving? AJ's leaving? Zack Ryder and Kurt Hulk is leaving? Dolph Ziggler's leaving? Uh, I mean, everyone's just leaving, apparently, and it's just like, I don't think everyone's leaving. Yeah, I've read a report, apparently, that, that they've pulled people out of the back and um, so they're do. trying to like lock people in for emergency contract talks and all that. I don't think they'll be panicking. I, I just... It goes. People are always going to want to go over. That's cool, but people always want to stay. I mean, Kevin Owens... No one's bigger than, no one's bigger than the company. Oh, it's... Just... Have, look at uh, WCW. Everyone went there. Exactly. They pretty much took every WrestleMania main event with them. They had Macho Man, Hogan, Piper, Warrior. You know, everyone went there. Earthquake, Boss, but everyone. Yeah. 
<laughs> and look where and look where they are now. Yeah, so I mean, competition's cool, but um, yeah, people just don't forget ROH, man. They're fucking amazing. MLW and Impact are teaming together. That's going to be exciting. They really need to worry. They're running shows together, MLW and Impact. That's that's big for the wrestling world. Obviously, New Japan and ROH continuing their relationship. That's big for the wrestling world. Yep. But um, yeah, no, love MLW. People watch it on YouTube. Support that. It's fucking good. Um, yeah. Apart from that, I think that's really it for the week, isn't it? Pretty much. Um... Oh, also, I tell you what, I did watch watch that. Um, is it like the twenty four seven kind of the WrestleMania special? Oh yeah, which is weird because I swear they usually air it after WrestleMania. Yeah, that was um, um, about a... the main about the mania before. Yeah, that was that really good. That's a great watch. I won't spoil bits, but that's that's really cool. Obviously, you got the big shock in Brock throwing the belt at Vince and Vince called him an asshole. That's pretty funny. <laughs> You're fired, asshole. But, um, um, yeah, but so yeah, it's been happens. a crazy week. I um, think we're only two weeks away from Elimination Chamber now. Pages Chronicles, that's on the network. That's pretty sad. A film comes out at the end of the month. Yeah. In the UK. I don't know if it comes out um, sooner. Everywhere. Nationwide. Nationwide. But yeah, that's everything. Thank you very much, for everyone, for interacting with us over NXT and Raw Rumble with our Twitter accounts, obviously, at underscore Sports Arena and Squared Circle SA. Let's say, obviously, we'll throw tweets out there. You're all getting involved in the conversation. We were lapping it up. That's what it's all about. So thank you for getting involved in the conversation because we will happily talk wrestling all the time. That's what we do. This this might be my last show because AEW have called me up. So um, if we're not here next week, I'm on AEW. Your own podcast with them. I think all we've got left to do is go over to Jay and find out what's happening on ECW this week. Thank you very much. And on the RCW Event Centre, uh, this week we're going to be looking at Hardcore TV 86 from December 1994, uh, which will focus on the wild brawl between the Sandman, Tommy Dreamer, Cactus Jack and Tommy Cairo. Special message from the ECW World Heavyweight Champion, the franchise Shane Douglas. 9-1-1 faces the Young Dragons in a handicap match, plus Pauline Dangerously, Ron Simmons and more. Cannot wait. Wow. That sounds crazy. <laughs> the Sandman's back, Tommy Cairo, Cactus Jack. All seems another typical world of extreme. Can't wait to talk about that. Um, thank you very much for listening. Obviously, like, subscribe, share. It's always appreciated. And we'll see you next week. AEW. Hey.